Hallelujah. Let's put our hands together for the Lord one more time. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Holy Spirit, we welcome you tonight. Can we lift our hands and just pray together tonight? If you can pray in the Holy Ghost, I'd like you to pray out loud in the Holy Ghost tonight. Let's welcome the Spirit of God. Holy Ghost, we welcome you tonight. Spirit of the living God, we can do nothing without you. Thank you, Spirit of the living God. Oh, Rosihi Gabanda Hashada Balaba. Kenonda Vrazihida Balolda Gasahita Bahadaga. Yaloza Brabakashaka Babozata Manda Habibos of the Balls. Oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name. How many people are hungry and thirsty for the Lord tonight? Let me hear you say a loud amen. amen. I believe that tonight the power of God will be stirred within us in Jesus' name. Our theme tonight is the power that works within us. The power that works within us. Glory to Jesus. Can you join hands with somebody beside you and let's pray together. Father, we thank you one more time. There's such an atmosphere in this place. There's such a presence in this room. We thank you, wonderful Holy Spirit, that upon every one of us tonight, there will be a fresh flow. Thank you for pouring out your spirit upon our sons and daughters. Thank you for rekindling the dreams of the whole and igniting the vision of the young. We appreciate you, Father. We give you praise. We thank you for diverse miracles and moves and manifestations of the Holy Ghost tonight. We worship you that our lives will never be the same again. Help us to hear by the hearing of the Spirit. In Jesus' name. Somebody give the Lord a shout tonight. Hallelujah. Glory. You may be seated. Once again, I, you know, count it a great privilege to, um, to be here. I, it's a grace given to me by the Lord and by my father and the Lord, Pastor Sunday Adu. And of course, our father and the Lord in Nigeria, our daddy, our general overseer, we celebrate him even if, though he's not here physically with us. We celebrate. Let's put our hands together for grace upon his life and for the spirit of faith. Hallelujah. And I, I honor um, our esteemed and humble man of God, Pastor Femi Omomi, our general secretary who is representing Daddy. Thank you. For your humility is matchless. You know, they ask us in God family, how come you guys are so humble? I say, well, it flows in the family. <laughs> Praise God. Glory to Jesus. Hallelujah. And I, I honor my biological father. Whatever I am, by the grace of God, you know, is a transference of spirit. I am blessed in every way. I have a goodly heritage. 
I see an example of faith and perseverance in my father. I learned a lot from him. Glory to Jesus. Can you put up your hands together for my dad? Amen. Now, um, I'm going to get right into, you know, into the message. Again, I, I know my wife is watching. It's morning time in Australia now. Now, those of you that have been saying you will come to Australia, I... I You, you have an invitation now. You are invited. Our convention, September 29th to October 2nd, you are welcome. We'll, we'll take care of you. Just fly yourself in. Amen. <laughs> so I honor my wife and celebrate her for her support. You know, the other day, uh, myself and Pastor Sunday Adu, you know, were talking, and he said, you know, the kind of sacrifices that the women pay you know, for this ministry is humongous, and we celebrate them, you know. So I want to use this to also privilege to celebrate all our sisters, mothers, women of God that hold the fort. Can, 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 we, can we rise up, everybody? All the women of God sit down. All pastors' wives sit down. All pastors' wives sit down. Everybody else rise up, and let's celebrate them. Let's celebrate them for the great work that they do. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Hallelujah. You may be seated. You know, tonight I'm just going to share with us very briefly. <laughs> That's wonderful. I'm just going to share with us very briefly the power that works within us and I, I'm going to plead with all, you know, our men of God to please get ready because we're going to do this together to minister to God's people by the laying on of hands. Amen. I want you to be expectant tonight. You know, the Bible tells us in Ephesians chapter 3, verse 20, the book of Ephesians chapter 3, verse 20, and this is what the scripture says. Ephesians 3, 20. I've been so blessed by all the various ministrations, and I, I'm just going to connect from the last ministration from before we went on break, the one by Apostle Patrick. You know, the Bible said, Now unto him that is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think, according to the power that works in us. Can you tell somebody beside you and say, There's a power that's working in you? Amen. The, the power that works in us. Now, that word power in the Greek is dunamis, and the word walketh is the Greek word enageo. So it means to be operative. In other words, we all know about dunamis, the dynamic power of God. It's actually an explosive power, like the kind of power that rests upon an army. That is dunamis, okay? Now, but enageo means putting that power to work. And that is what we want to do tonight. Because that power that is in us has to be activated. A lot of times... Believers are not conscious of who is in them. You see, we are more conscious of our challenges. We are more conscious of our problems and our situations. But God wants you to have the consciousness of the greater one that is in you. Somebody say with me, say, greater, greater. is he that is in me than he that is in the world. Close your eyes for a minute and let that resonate with your spirit. Say, greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. Say, the greater one is in me. So the Bible said God is able to do 
exceedingly abundantly. Last night, Pastor Ty was stood there and shared some powerful testimonies with us. The exceeding greatness of the power of God that is able to do beyond what we can think or imagine. There is nothing you can conceptualize that the power of God cannot deliver. It can do beyond what you can think or imagine. But you must learn to put that power to work. Hallelujah. Tell somebody I say you have to put the power to work. Now I'm talking about the power of the Holy Spirit. Now Jesus said something. In the book of John chapter 7, this is what Jesus said. In verse 37, he said, now all of us know this, if any man thirst, let him come to me and drink. He that believeth on me, as the scripture has said, out of his belly, the word belly there means innermost being or a spirit man, out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. Rivers, everybody say rivers of living water. So you see, God wants these rivers of living water. It's more than one, more than one. So it's plural, rivers of living water to flow through you, all right? To flow within you. Glory to Jesus. Hallelujah. Out of his belly. In Genesis, the Bible tells us there was a river in Eden and it parted into four heads. How many of us remember that? In Genesis 2.10. Now, as I studied the scriptures, I, I discover seven channels of these rivers, all right, seven of them, that I'm going to share with us tonight, and then we'll activate it. Glory to Jesus. Now, I'm not going to really, there's only about two of them that I'm really going to dwell upon, because, you know, other ones have really, you know, been talked about. In, you know, in the course of these meetings, and I'm not going to repeat. Let's try to listen to the messages again. So the first one, river of guidance. The second one, intercession. The third one, strength. The fourth one, illumination. The fifth one, quickening. Uh, Someone say, I'm so fast. Okay. You have to, you have to buy the tape. Or, or download it. So let me go again. Guidance. Everybody say guidance. Intercession. Strength. Illumination. Quickening. Number six, rest and refreshing. Then there's a number seven. See me for that after service. With your check. <laughs> anyway, I'll give it to you. Prophecy. That's the seventh one. Now, beloved, the power that works within you is for you. Now, there are two kinds of anointing. There is the anointing that comes upon you, which is for ministry. You know, Pastor Patrick talked about that today. All right? That one comes upon you. Jesus said you shall receive power after the Holy Spirit has come upon you. Okay? That one comes on you. But I'm talking tonight about the one that is in you, which is for your personal use. You see, the one that is on you is for other people. The one on you is for walking. The one in you is for walking with God. The one on you is for walking for God. Are you getting what I'm saying? 
You see, this is why we have the problem. Um, sometimes you can have a very powerful man of God, and I've, and I've read this in history, in church history, powerful man of God who is highly anointed but died of sickness. And people say, but he's a healing evangelist. How come he died? Because the anointing on you is not for you. You have to learn how to put the one in you to work. That's the one that works for you. Are you getting what I'm saying? Very important. So I'm really focusing tonight on the one that's in you, and it has seven channels. Those are the seven channels I just read to you. Guidance, intercession, strength, illumination, quickening, rest, and refreshing, and prophecy. So I'll just talk briefly on them, and then, you know, we'll get to begin to pray. So this anointing that is in you, the power that works in you, the power of the Holy Ghost, all right, the first channel of it that I'll talk about is that it quickens you. You see, Romans 8, 11. If the spirit of him that raised Christ from the dead dwells where? Somebody say, in you. The spirit that raised Christ from the dead, if it dwells in you, what does the Bible say it will do? It will vitalize your death-doomed bodies. It will quicken your mortal body. That is the healing technology of the kingdom of God. You understand? When you allow this river to flow, you can actually heal yourself. That's what I'm going to teach you tonight, how to do by the grace of God, how you put that power to work. Okay? It quickens you. It quickens your mind. It quickens every organ in your body. It quickens your nerves, your cell. It quickens everything within you. How many of us like that? It's better than a massage. <laughs> Glory to God. And then, of course, rest. I'm not going to talk about rest, refreshing. I'm not going to talk about refreshing. Guidance. Pastor Tosi did a good job this morning talking about wisdom. Okay? It's part of guidance. You see, Romans 8, 14, the Bible said, As many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. You know, beloved, there is no reason why, you know, a child of God, a daughter of Zion should be deceived by an unbeliever. We've had that happen sometimes. You see, somebody comes into church, all right, you know, joins us, acts like one of us, learns to raise up his hand, even, you know, learn to fix some of the things we do, and then nabs one of the sisters. And, you know, get married, and after marriage, you discover that you married a joker. That should not happen when the guidance, the power, the flow of guidance is at work. A child of God should not be manipulated or deceived. Is somebody hearing what I'm saying tonight? So we have to put that to work. Are you listening to what I'm saying? That's what the wisdom of God is about. To give us strategies on how to handle life situations. So we, we must put this to work in our lives. Glory to God. But you see, the two that I really want to focus on and then we'll begin to pray, intercession. Intercession. In Romans 8, 15 and 26, the Bible said, For you have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear, but you have received the spirit of adoption, whereby we cry. That's prayer. Habba, Father, we cry. You see, the spirit and the power that is at work in you will lead you to intercession. Now, intercession is not a prayer for yourself. It's a prayer for other people. And, um, you know, Romans 8, 26, all of us know that. It's a likewise, the spirit also helps our infirmities. 
for we know not what we should pray for as we ought, but the Spirit himself, the Spirit himself, make an intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. I said hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Groanings which cannot be uttered is one dimension of prayer that we must engage in. Because that is the way we birth souls into the kingdom of God and we are able to avert dangers. Are you listening to this? Very important. The Holy Spirit within us wants to take us into deeper dimensions of prayer. Our prayer life must deepen like we had today from, you know, Pastor Amos and, um, and, um, 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 and Pastor Richard, you know, about the fact that prayer is aligning ourselves with the will of God. And when we yield ourselves and you begin to allow those rivers to flow through you, you find yourself interceding for the lost and God using you to do works of power even inside your room. Is somebody hearing what I'm saying? You know, I remember, you know, um, this story that, uh, that you know, a, a man of God shared. He said there was a pastor's wife who woke up one night and um, she just found out that she had a spirit of prayer upon her. And she began to pray, but this prayer was a different kind of prayer. She was groaning and traveling. She was groaning. Ah, you know. I believe many of us would have experienced that in our personal prayers. If you've not experienced that, you will start to experience it from today. It's very important. <laughs> I remember one time, many years ago, you know, the Spirit of the Lord, you know, was upon me. I was praying in the room and I was groaning in the Spirit. And I must be maybe like, you know, 14 years old or something at the time. Because, you know, we were born and buttered in this thing. So I started quite early. But God allowed me to meet some fantastic men, to relate with some fantastic men of God who had the spirit of prayer upon them. Many of them don't have it anymore. Something else has taken over, unfortunately. But at that time when their ministry was still pure, I was privileged to relate with them. So that day I was groaning in the spirit. And my mother came into the room. My mother literally bumped into the room and the power of God threw her out and she began to cry. I'm sure she won't remember. Then when I finished praying, she came to me and said, why are you crying? Is there anything that you need that we didn't give to you? <laughs> why are you weeping like this? I said, mom, I'm not weeping for anything. I'm just weeping for souls. I just had a prayer burden. So this woman had a prayer burden. And her husband woke up, had her groaning, and went to her and said, what's the problem? He said, I don't know, but I feel that somebody is in trouble. I feel that somebody is in trouble. And then, the, you know, the husband who did not understand that dimension of prayer just went to her and parted and said, don't worry, everything will be all right, let's agree together. There are some things you don't agree about. It won't take agreement. There are some things you can't just say, I say it. You're not going to say it. It won't happen. There are different kinds of prayer. You know, the pastor said, let's just agree together and all of that. And, you know, then she went back to bed. After some time, the Holy Ghost knocked her again. She was praying. She was praying. Well, she got a breakthrough, and she was at peace. Next day, one of their church members who works in construction was supposed to climb up something very high to fix something in a mast, in a very tall mast. 
And the supervisor told him, I said, well, you know, go up and do that. As the man wanted to go up, he suddenly withdrew. And the supervisor said, why did you withdraw? He said, I'm not going to do that job. The supervisor said, why? He said, last night I had a dream that you told me to do that thing. As I was going up, something snapped, I fell down, and my skull split into two. I wouldn't do that. <laughs> there was another guy there who belonged to another full gospel church, had him, and he started laughing. He said, I don't believe in that fanaticism. That is nonsense. I'm going to go up and do the job. Beloved, he climbed up. He finished the job. As he was coming down, something snapped. He fell down. His skull blew into two. God has given us the power of prayer to be able to stop tragedies and to be able to rescue destinies. And tonight, that dimension will be activated in your life. In the name of Jesus Christ. I remember one time we were praying, you know, and, um, and the spirit of prayer fell upon us. Please permit me to share this with you. The spirit of prayer fell upon us. And, you know, we're, we're praying. And for me, I discovered that I began to groan in the spirit and I was weeping like somebody weeping for a dead child. That's what I discovered. I would cry, then I would groan, then I would let out a cry. And all the intercessors at church were wondering, what's going on today? And I would cry, and then I would switch into this dimension of tongues that I had never spoken before. And then I would, and then when I, just when I thought I was going to become okay, and then I would cry again. And that went on for about two hours, and the burden lifted. Now, while we're having the prayer... A member was calling my wife persistently, but she couldn't pick up because we were praying. So after the call back, and then, you know, she, she returned the call, and on the other side, they said, there's a big problem. And when they told her the problem and they told me, I said, that must be what we're praying about. Now, what was the big problem? One of our guys had an altercation with his wife. Well, you know, tried to chase her with a knife. Police got involved, and they nabbed him. And... Um, so the wife was on the phone crying and all that. What are we going to do? I said, where's the police station? They told me. So when they told me, I sat down in the car. I said, Holy Spirit. He said, don't worry. You have the answer already. Just go there. I went there. Now, this kind of cases, you know, you have to have a lawyer. You can't even see him. <laughs> but when I got there, you know, I, I, I told them why I came. And they, you know, they said, okay, wait for the officer in charge. So I waited a few minutes and the guy came out. I said, I'm that man's pastor. I said, I want you to release him to me. He said, do you know what you are saying? It's a serious offense. I said, I know. He said, but something happened. Release him to me. The man looked at me. He went inside. He came outside. He went back inside. Then he came outside. He said, he said what did you say? I said, release him to me. He went and brought him. I drove him back home. And that was it. It ended. I can, I can tell you things that happen as a result of prayer. One time we were in church and a boy collapsed and couldn't walk. He became paralyzed. His mother was fidgety. Everybody running all over the place. They say we have to call an ambulance. And, you know, but, you know, God had given us the answer in the place of prayer. This thing I'm saying is something that belongs to every believer, not to a man of God. Not to some special people. It belongs, it's a realm everybody should walk in. Every single child of God should activate the power and the spirit of intercession within them. You must put it to work. 
And I'll tell you how we can do that in a minute. And this boy collapsed and couldn't walk. We said, get up and try to walk. He couldn't walk. The legs were gone. Because we know it was a spiritual attack. Then we prayed. A brother was there, you know, with me, and he was watching. He said, Pastor, the way this thing is going, let's call an ambulance. I said, no. No ambulance will come to church. Somebody doesn't come to the house of rescue and go back in bondage. It's not possible. So we prayed, and the boy got up. And the boy walked. They walked him around. He came back, walked around again. He walked around again. Now today, the boy is playing basketball. <laughs> But you know, we got the answer in the place of prayer. Glory to Jesus. There are many things that God wants to do. Do you know how many destinies will be locked up if you don't pray? If you are just doing the regular praying, Father, bless me, bless my wife, bless my family, and you know, all that kind of mental praying will not get the job done. Are you hearing what I'm saying? If we don't get into these dimensions of prayer, Praying with groaning and traveling. Mysterious things will be happening and we don't have an answer to it. Things will be going on and we don't have an answer to it. You just hear that, oh, somebody, somebody had an accident, somebody did this, and somebody, and then you wonder why, why did it happen? Where was God? No, God was trying to steer somebody, but they did not respond. The Holy Ghost was moving somebody, but they didn't know. Sometimes, you know, brethren, when you are praying, you may find yourself weeping. And crying and you try to hold back don't hold back yield to it because the Holy Spirit is trying to take you to a deeper dimension of intercession is somebody hearing what I'm saying glory to Jesus now I don't have time to talk about the other one because I want us to pray but how do you put the power to work how do you activate the power first of all recognition you must know that there is someone inside you. There is a power that is at work in you that must be released, that must be deployed. You know, the Bible said, don't you know that you yourselves are God's temple and that God's spirit lives in you? 1 Corinthians 3.16. Recognition. You know, Samson wore dreadlocks, Samson in the Bible. And I said, oh God, why did you let Samson wear dreadlocks? So he could remember that he was a Nazarite. Amen. God wants us to always remember. Always remember, greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. The answer is in me. The solution is in me. There is nothing Satan can plan that the Holy Ghost in me does not know ahead of. And the Holy Spirit will always prepare you ahead before anything happens. If you yield to him. That's the secret. If you yield to him. And the way you start is by recognizing it. Again, I want you to say with me tonight, say, greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. Say with me, say, there's a power at work in me. Now, the second thing is meditation. Meditate on the greater one that is in you. Meditate on such scriptures as Ephesians 3.20, on such scriptures as 1 John 4.4, 4, on such, such scriptures as 1 Corinthians chapter 6. Verse 16, verse 19, where he talks about the power of God that is in you. The fact that a Christian is not an ordinary person. A Christian is the abode of God, is the house of God, is the habitation of God. You know, Smith Wigglesworth used to stand before a mirror every morning, I'm told, and he will point at it and he will say, 
God lives in that man wearing those suits of clothes. And wherever that man goes, God goes. Amazing. God lives in that man. God lives in that man. Praise God. Very important for us to have that recognition that, and, and also to meditate on it. Meditate on it until it becomes your worldview. I'm not alone. I'm not ordinary. Great. When something happens, don't panic. Don't run around as if God has gone on vacation. The first thing to do when you are faced with any tragedy, relax. Tell somebody and say, relax. Sit down, relax. Breathe deep in and out. And then begin to say, greater is he that is in me. Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. The Holy Ghost is in me. Hallelujah. Praise God. And then the number three thing to do is confession. You have to confess the word. Very important. Romans chapter 10, verse 9 and 10. All of us know this scripture. If you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Then he said, for with the heart man believes unto righteousness and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. Listen, somebody can believe in Christ with their heart. If they don't say with their mouth, they will not be saved. In the same way, you know salvation means deliverance, healing, and all of that. In the same way, if you do not, all right, confess and declare the lordship of Jesus Christ over your life and declare that the greater one lives in you, I am telling you, you will not experience it. You must declare it. You must say it out of your mouth. Spend time to declare the word of God. When you are driving, declare the word. The greater one is in me. The Holy Ghost is in me. The spirit of wisdom is in me. How can I fail? I can't fail. Somebody say, I can't fail. Somebody say, I can't be defeated. I've already defeated the world. I've defeated Satan. You see, you are steering that inner anointing as you are doing that. After some time, you find out that confidence begins to build up in you. Faith begins to build up in you. You have a job interview. You sit down. The wisdom of God is at work in me. Christ has been made unto me wisdom from God. And you begin to declare, I have the wisdom of God. In this situation, in this interview, I have the wisdom of God. I speak with a voice that cannot be resisted. You are, you are, you are speaking scriptures, Luke 21, 15. You are declaring scriptures out of your mouth. After some time, you find out that something begins to rise. There's a bubble. It's rising within your spirit. It's rising. That's the power of God rising. Are you getting what I'm saying? Glory to Jesus. And then, number four, communion with the Holy Ghost. You have to fellowship with the Holy Spirit. Acts chapter 13, verse 1 to 2, the Bible tells us that they ministered to the Lord and fasted, and then the Holy Ghost said, you have to minister to him. The Holy Spirit is a person. He's not a, he's not a dove. He's not an influence. He is a real person. He can move. He can act. <laughs> and an influence cannot advocate, but the Holy Spirit is a real person who can advocate. Who can pray through you? Who knows the future? That's the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Number five, fellowship with the saints. Fellowship with the saints of God. Something comes alive in you. The power in you is stirred up when you have fellowship with God's people. That's why you see, I pity people who just sit down at home and they say, I'm watching this, I'm watching that online. I, you know, no. Something happens to your spirit when you fellowship and connect with other believers. 
You know, the, book, the Bible tells us something in Luke 1, 39 to 45. You can read that later. When Elizabeth, um, Mary visited Elizabeth, right? And the Bible tells us that as soon as Elizabeth heard the voice of Mary's salutation, the babe in her womb leaped. There's something within you that will leap, that will be activated when you connect with your brothers and sisters. That's the, the reason why the Bible said two are better than one. When you come to fellowship of the saints, you come to meet with God's people, make sure that you are focused because something will be activated in you. And then the last one is this. You must get your feet wet. How do you get, what do I mean by getting your feet wet? You start where everybody starts, by receiving the baptism in the Holy Spirit with the evidence of speaking in tongues. So if you are here tonight and you have not received the baptism in the Holy Ghost with the evidence of speaking in tongues, you need it. Because tongues is one of the ways by which you stir the power of God in you. And there are different kinds of tongues. The more you pray in the Spirit, or right, the more you speak in other tongues, the more you will discover that you are moving into different dimensions of tongues. Are you listening to what I'm saying? There are, there are different dimensions of tongues. Like that day when I was praying, we're in that prayer meeting, I knew when the tongues shifted from what I call residual tongues. You know what residual tongues is? Ba 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 if that is your own level of tongues, please, you need to upgrade. It's not enough to say, And some people now start doing all this, then you sleep in the night and something presses you down. Say, but I prayed. No, you must upgrade. Are you hearing what I'm saying? You have to upgrade. You, but, but you see, that's where you start from. Okay, don't beat yourself over the head. That's where you start from. Like some of you tonight will receive the baptism in the Holy Ghost for the first time with the evidence of speaking in tongues. That is where you start from. But you see, for those of us who have been in this for some time, you must spend considerable time to pray in the Spirit. Are you hearing what I'm saying? And stir up the power of God within you. Stir up, you understand, the spirit of prophecy and the gifts of God. You stir it up. One day, Kenneth Higgins said, you know, they just finished praying, and you know, the spirit of prayer was upon them. And after they, they prayed, he said he sat on the platform or he sat across the platform and he was singing in other tongues. He was singing in other tongues. And as he was singing in tongues, Jesus appeared to him. And Jesus said to him, I have come to answer your prayers. He said when Jesus said that to him, he knew what Jesus meant. Because his wife, Oretha, now both of them had gone home to be with the Lord, had a goiter that was choking her and she was afraid of getting an operation. He had prayed for her. Now, listen to this. This is a man of faith. A man that ministers with the gifts of healing. He had prayed for his, for his own wife. She didn't get healed. And the woman said she knew within her, from the time she was growing up, that she would die very young. And that it was the goiter that was going to kill her. She knew that. So she was afraid of getting an operation. But that day when Jesus came, Jesus said to him, I've come to answer your prayer. And Jesus said... Tell Oretha to get the operation for she will live and not die. Said, so tell her to go. And, you know, and Jesus said some other things to him and then he disappeared. And then, you know, he told his wife what he just saw. 
And um, they went to the doctors, and doctors said, no, it's too late to have the operation now. But because, you see, he got an answer. He knew what the outcome was going to be. And then, you know, she had the operation, and everything was successful. Where did that come from? It stirred the power within. It stirred the power. There is a power within you. There is nothing you want to know about your life and about your future that you cannot know as a child of God. Listen to me. Prophets are not given to replace the ministry of the Holy Spirit. They are a supplement. A prophet is supposed to confirm what God has already told you. Is somebody hearing what I'm saying? If you activate the power of God within you, you can tap into the anointing for guidance. At least for your own life. You may not be, this anointing I'm talking about is not for anybody. It's not, it's not the one that comes on you. It's the one that is within you. I can use this to help myself. I can use this to help, you understand, you know, my family, my immediate family. I cannot use it to help more than that. For me to be able to help more people, I have to have the one that comes on me. That's the gift of faith. That's the anointing for healing. When it comes on me, all right, I can be able to help anybody out there. But when it's not on me, I can just tell what is in me to help myself. Is somebody hearing what I'm saying? And you must learn how to make that thing to work. That's what I've told you. How to make it work for you. Glory to Jesus. And let's rise up on our feet. Let's get ready to put the power to work. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. You know, three things will happen here tonight. God is going to activate the spirit of prayer. How many people want that? You want that anointing of intercession. No, I know you pray, but I'm talking about intercession. That is praying for other people. You see, the greater works that we are talking about is going to happen through intercession. And some of you are going to live here tonight. That spirit of intercession will be stirred within you. And you'll find yourself praying without ceasing. Praying without ceasing. Interceding for the people of God. Glory to Jesus. Hallelujah. And then those that have not received the baptism in the Holy Ghost will receive the baptism in the Holy Ghost tonight. And then everyone will receive a fresh anointing. Somebody say, a fresh anointing. Glory to Jesus. There's more than enough power available for every child of God. This is how you tap into it. Lift your hands and just worship Him tonight. Can you thank him right now for the power that is at work within you? Thank him right now. Thank him, thank him, thank him right now for that power that is at work within you. Open your mouth and thank him tonight. Thank him for that power that is at work within you. Thank him. Say, Lord, I thank you for the power that is at work within me. And I'm, I've learned how to activate it. My needs can be met. Problems can be solved. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. I'm going to activate that power right now in the name of Jesus Christ. Open your mouth and thank him. Open your mouth and thank him. If you, if you can speak in tongues, go ahead and speak in tongues. If you can speak in tongues, go ahead and speak in other tongues right now. Those of you that have already received the Holy Ghost with the evidence of speaking in tongues, get ready to shift gears. There are different kinds of tongues. Get ready to go higher. To speak tongues that will release angels. That will open spiritual portals. 
Egamahunda barada bagazata ma. Yagaluga brada bazanta de yababu zabdaba. Yagababu zabdababu jagaba. Zadozela manda gaba rosa pamashagaba. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Now listen to this. Before we pray, there was a, a prophetic word that came in from a man of God. He said, the Lord said that due to the overwhelming prayers to open the heavens before, this, before the convention, he has opened the portals of the Spirit. And he said, this is for a limited time for people to press in. In that realm are solutions for whatever discipline anyone is in. In addition to the spiritual greater works, there are also solutions for other disciplines such as health, finances, the heart, Anything that will make us as a church to impart humanity as we seek his kingdom first. So, let us position ourselves. Now, something is going to happen to you right now. For the next couple of minutes, every believer here, you speak in tongues already. The Holy Spirit wants to shift you to another dimension. And then there are some of us here the spirit of prayer will be activated within you. You say, oh, I, I don't belong to, to, to the prayer group in my church. You know, it doesn't matter. Every child of God is called to be a priest. Every child of God is called to be a priest. So out of your belly, out of your innermost being, Jesus said, shall flow rivers of living water. He meant it. That is not just, a, you know, a, a, a scripture to impress you. No, Jesus meant what he said. Now, put your right hand on your belly. And I'm going to ask you to pray out loud in the Holy Ghost for three minutes. Now, listen, before you start, I'm going to lead you to pray this prayer. How loud with me. As we are also praying, there will be activation of the gifts of the Spirit. The gift of the word of knowledge, the gift of designing of spirits, the gifts of healing, the gift of faith. All right, uh, uh, um, um, the gift of, of interpretation of tongues, the gift of the word of wisdom, the word of knowledge, all these gifts will be activated. You are stepping into a new realms from tonight. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Some of you, the Lord will begin to open your eyes. Young people, I want you to get ready for this. I'm very passionate about the CG tonight. I want you to get ready for it. There is an anointing coming on your life. Some of you, the Lord will anoint your hands for healing. Now say out loud. Say, Lord, I'm ready. Take me to the next level. Let rivers of living water begin to flow as I pray right now. In the name of Jesus. Now open your mouth, pray in the Holy Ghost. Out loud and fast, loud and fast. For the next two minutes. Loud and fast, loud and fast, loud and fast. Everyone whose prayer life is dead is being revived right now. Loud and fast, 
Loud and fast, loud and fast. Come on, open your mouth. Jabalab, open your mouth. Come on. Oh, I need the anointing to help my family. I must be edified. If you are not helped, you can't help anybody else. Your current prayer life cannot carry the superstructure of your destiny. Open your mouth right now. Let there be a flow. Hallelujah. Lift your hands to him. Channels of my spirit. Open up. I am with the Father. Open up. Can the choir help me? No, no drums, no drums. Open up. Lift your hands. Of my spirit. Open up. I am with the Father. Open up. Now let there be silent. Let there be silent. Spirit of the living God, your presence is here. I pray right now, as I stretch my hand, 
Let there be an activation. Right now, the anointing is coming upon 70 people in this room right now. Let the power of God be released. 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 Let the power upon 70 people, the fire of God is coming right now. Right now. Right now. Right now. Right now. Help I want Hoshas to move around and help people. I want Hoshas to move around and help people. Lord, I release the fire. I release the fire. I release the flow upon so 70 people. Upon those 70 people right now in the name of Jesus. Upon the young ones. Let the fire of the Holy Spirit fall. It's coming right now. Something is being stirred up. This is not a show, my God. This is not a show. Every intercessor, if you belong in the intercessory department in your church, try to find your way to the altar quickly. Quickly. You are in the prayer team of your church. And I need ushers to be on standby, please. The next dimension, we can't pray in the same level. We can't pray in the same level. We can't pray in the same way. All intercessors, or if you feel that God is calling you specially to the office of the ministry of intercession, I'd like you to just step forward. I need, I need the servants of God to please come. I need the servants of God to please, to please come. Excuse me. I need, I need ushers behind them. I need ushers. I need ushers because the anointing is going to come upon them right now. Place one hand on your stomach. Place one hand on your stomach.
There's a fire that is falling here. There's a glory that is falling here. Everyone that's here, you don't speak in tongues. I want you to try to come outside right now. There's an anointing for prayer. If, if you have not been prayed for, don't go back. Everybody in that corner, come, come towards here. of you that have never spoken in tongues let me just give you one minute instruction if you have never spoken in tongues I want you to listen it's the, it's the easiest thing ever there are some people who are under a very heavy anointing the spirit of prayer you won't recover from it you won't recover from it now listen the Holy Spirit does not speak in tongues you are the one that speaks in tongues 
Okay, so let me know now how many people don't speak in tongues. You've never talked in tongues. So only those ones come on this side so that, you know, we can be focused. Good. Now, so, you see, the Holy Spirit does not speak in tongues. I want you to, you know, listen to me, okay? Now, speaking in tongues is the easiest thing ever. It is an initial evidence that the Holy Spirit has come to live in you. Okay? Now, the reason why a lot of people don't receive it is because of fear. Some say, oh, how am I sure that I'm saying the right thing? Or, it doesn't make sense. Actually, it is not supposed to make sense because you are talking to God in a supernatural language. And then secondly, never be afraid that it is a fake thing. No, it cannot be fake because when you ask from God, Jesus said that if, if any of you ask fish from a father, if your son has fish from you, you will not give him a serpent. Okay? So God will not allow you to get something bad. Do you understand that? Good. Now, when we lay hands on you, you have to open your mouth and speak. It's not the Holy Spirit that will speak. You will do the speaking. But the words will be coming from the Holy Spirit. And all you need to do is just yield your mouth and say it. Don't think about it. You understand? Just let it flow out. That's rivers of living water flowing out of you. Do you understand that? It's not going to sound like that of your neighbor. And it may sound very nonsensical. Don't worry about it. It's the Holy Spirit. All right? Are you ready? Okay, so, so can you file out this way? Every, every single one of you will speak in other tongues right now. Now, those of you that are still under the spirit of prayer, don't let it stop. Wherever you see that, keep praying and allow the Holy Ghost to stir up his gifts in you. Hallelujah. Now, there is somebody to this right side. You feel a burning sensation in your right hand. That's the healing anointing. I want that person to come and let Apostle Patrick pray for you. God is giving you a healing anointing. You're feeling a burning sensation in your right hand. You'll feel it. As I'm speaking right now, you're feeling it. Now, so every one of you that's not spoken in tongues, now pray this prayer with me. And after you pray that prayer, I will tell you when to stop and then the servants of God will lay hands on you. Say after me. Say, Father, I come in Jesus' name to receive the gift of the Holy Spirit which you promised me. Thank you for sending the gift of the Holy Spirit. I now receive that gift because you love me and you want me to be empowered. I receive now the gift of the Holy Spirit with the evidence of speaking in tongues. I thank you for giving me a supernatural prayer language. In Jesus' name, amen. Now close your eyes. No, don't pray again. When hands are laid on you, just open your mouth and speak in tongues. Father, I thank you for every single one that is here. Let your spirit be stirred within them. That's right. That's right. That's right. Receive. Receive. That's it. Help her. Help her. Help her. Help her. That's it. You've received. That's it. Begin to speak in tongues. Receive. 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 
receive, 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 that's it, receive, receive, that's it, that's it, you've received, you've received, I have just opened your mouth, that's it, you've received, you've received, receive in the name of Jesus, receive, receive, receive in the name of Jesus, receive in the name of Jesus, that's it, continue, go ahead, that's it, that's it. Lord, intense, intense, intense. Receive. Receive. That's it. Receive. Receive. That's that's it. Out of our belly. Let the flow. There it goes. There it goes. Thank you, Holy Ghost. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Okay. Thank you. Thank you, Holy Spirit. 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 Father, I pray, Holy Spirit, that the work you have started, even as we leave this place tonight, you will continue your work. You will continue to move upon your people. In the name of Jesus, your presence, your power, the activation will continue all night long. All manner of spiritual operations, we thank you for it, Lord. In the name of Jesus.
show yourself dynamically in our midst. We thank you because you're the God who reigns from everlasting to everlasting. We thank you because you're loving Father. We thank you because you're a good God. Lord, we are just so grateful for your presence this evening. We are so grateful for your move this evening. We are so grateful for your power. We are so grateful for your glory, oh God. Lord, we thank you. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. says he is here and this is just the beginning of what he's yet to do amen i've learned to say what god ministers to me um sometimes like well i hear that should i just say that in front of people but i know that god has more to come and he said this is just the beginning of what he's yet to do amen amen um and just in that in that solemnness we can have our seats um, Lord, we thank you once again. We thank you. We give you glory. Um, and for those who they prayed for, and you might have felt like, oh, I'm not speaking it yet. Go with that spirit. When you get to your room, when you get to your closet places tonight, spend time in worship. Spend time pressing in. Spend time pressing in. Um, I'll share my testimony briefly. No one laid hands on me when I received the, the speaking in tongues. I shared this with the CG at my church. We had a CG conference. This was years ago, and I went back home. Um, 
and during the, the months to come, one of the songs that was ministered was ministered by Brother Larry. He no longer goes here, but I still remember. He did a mime with the song, and I was in a place of worship. And I began to worship and worship and worship. And it got to a point where I literally felt a ball of fire in my stomach. And I felt it push through my mouth. Like it, it felt like fire coming out of my stomach through my mouth. And I began to speak in tongues. And I was there for hours and I could hear myself speaking Chinese, speaking Igbo, speaking languages I did not know. I heard my mom knocking on the door, people opening the door to make sure I was okay. I was there for hours. Just to say to you that there's something that you have to do in your closet space. And so when you go home tonight pressing, you've already received the laying on the hands. The Holy Spirit is already in you. Press in tonight. Amen. Amen.